Viewer discretion is advised. All activities performed in-game and are fictitious. Arcade magic is not to be used lightly and by amateurs. <laughs> All magic performed in this show was performed by an expert. Feel free to try this at home. <laughs> You guys finish up this combat um, with the exploding bee and blood and guts rain all over this room. The few of Kalan's goons that you guys didn't kill, um, they are well, they hopefully uh, and soulfully apologize to you um, for attacking you. They 100% push the blame on the clan. <laughs> uh, they, he made him do it. You know, <clears throat> they knew that he was a were rat, and that you know he, they were afraid that they turned that he turned them into were rats or worse. Oh, <clears throat> okay, so how did the bee end up killing him if he's a were rat? Um, the he's got silver. The, you so <laughs> silver if you guys teeth. if you guys examine his body, you think that the bee exploded out of his chest. And that might have been, and the reason why he was kind of sickly and green looking earlier in the bar might have been because um, he was in, impregnated with this bee baby when he made the deal to get them. Um, you guys search through some of his journals and his books, trying to find clues of, you know, what was going on. And Leon in particular is pretty interested in these journals. In his journals, they actually indicate a secret underground bunker under his house, which you guys are able to find um, underneath some, just you know, dug underneath his house, covered by some leaves, and you guys find the missing supplies from Amber Mill. You find rat right. droppings? Um, <laughs> all over the place, all over his house. It's a big vermin-infested, flea-ridden cesspool. Um, in, also, in Glenn's journals, you find, you find what you believe to be um, the number of the house and location of the house that um, the, the shipment was supposed to go to. Uh, you think that he was he was trying to wait until he had uh, cleared out the spider's nest and then gone in, he could get the treasure for himself. And he was planning on taking the shipment with all of the loot and meeting up at this abandoned house. The journals don't state, however, which district in Greyhawk the abandoned house is in, only one, the street um, and number of the house. Yeah, there's five districts in Greyhawk. And they all have the same streets. And they all have the same streets. <laughs> it's built in a number grid. It's exact. I built it so that it would make so that it would be fucking spot on number grid. It was made by magic, so that everything is exactly uniform. Ten by ten houses are exactly ten feet by ten feet, carved from magic. It's great. It was made by the Freemasons. Right. <laughs> You're still charged for some reason. I just don't get it. It's the most expensive Freemasons I've ever hired. <laughs> also from Glenn's journal, you guys are you guys find that the person who we bought these bee-eater monsters from was a gnome wizard named Balacard, who Leon thinks he recognizes the name from from maybe one when he was living with the Baron. But he doesn't know. He doesn't. He does not remember any any more detail than that. The last bit of information that you guys are able to to uh, discover from his notes: a book which was recently bought off of a black uh, from a black market dealer 
called The Secret History of Greyhawk, which is a short novel about a conspiracy involving a secret society of reptilianoids controlling the government and secret temples <laughs> of to the old ones in the sewers. So lizard folk. <laughs> um, and it was written by a cleric of St. Cuthbert dated 20 years ago, um, right around the time of the end of the automaton crisis. The cleric's name is Rorsk. I'm going to knowledge religion. Do it. I got a 19 plus. Now, it's it's people controlling the city of Greyhawk, right? Right. So, can I knowledge local that? Because I grew up in Greyhawk. 22. Okay. Claudio, with your... I got a 21. With your knowledge, 22 on um, knowledge religion, you know that the Church of St. Cuthbert in Greyhawk was one of the prominent uh, churches before the automaton crisis. Um, but once the Raven Queen took over, the Church of St. Cuthbert had a schism with the rest of the churches and was destroyed and is no longer one of the prime... Is somebody just fucking wailing outside the window? That's what it sounds like. What's going on out there? You getting murdered? I know I live in the hood, but... Damn! <laughs> um, what, what was the other church that they uh, were in conflict with? They were actually in conflict with the four other churches... All churches are allowed to participate in worship in the free city, except for the Lizardman Pantheon. But the, f the four major churches in the cities include the churches of Pelor, Cord, Wejas, and Hextor. Yeah. <laughs> Some fun names. Yeah. Uh, a little background. Wejas is the goddess of death and law. Pelor is the god of the sun and good. Cord is the god of champions and chaotic... Brawling. Wrestling. Wrestling god. <laughs> and Hextor is the god of tyranny and domination. Lawful okay. evil. Oh, where's Naren Thul? Um, so the wrestling god Thul. is like chaotic neutral? Yeah. He's he's chaotic good according to the thing, but in my in my version of the world, he's chaotic neutral. Okay. Ooh, um, is? Yes. Uh, Paylor, who leans more towards neutral good, but in this case he's going to lean towards more lawful good. Um... Cord, who is chaotic neutral, Wejas, who is lawful neutral, and Hextor, who is neutral, evil, or lawful evil. Okay. Interesting. And, yep. <clears throat> Those are the big wigs in the city. And where's the Aaron Thal hideout? Gotta go slay some. You better go find it. <laughs> slay some murderers. <laughs> um, and uh, there are, like, in, in different parts of the city, you'll find, like, shrines or whatever. Like, outside of the city, there's a shrine to Farlahan. There's a shrine to Thor. There's a shrine to Odin. There's a shrine to Anubis. To whatever gods and whatever gods you can believe in in D and D, they're there. But the f the four major ones are going to be, um, and then of course the fifth one with Saint Cuthbert. You're not going to see clerics of Saint Cuthbert around. Yeah. Mostly gone. Mostly an extinct. Well, nobody. In this area. No, it's been twenty years. It's been twenty years. I mean, nobody believes in the Force anymore. I mean, nobody even remembers what happened during the Automaton Crisis. Like, it was so, so long ago. The Clone Wars, I mean, the Automaton Crisis uh, Wars were so long ago. Who could remember the Jedi? I mean, the Wizards. Um, <laughs> nobody, nobody knows anything about that. You're just going to have to ask people around and, you know, old hermits who live in the desert and pick up, pick up young blonde boys who are farmers who work for their uncle and who want and train them to become terrorists. I, I mean, that's just... I, I, what, Sorry, I, um, <laughs> sorry, I got a little, I got a little, what's going on again? <laughs> so anyway, Rob, you got a 22 on your knowledge, 21 on your knowledge 
local. Uh, local check. And with that, you um, you know that there are five district, different city districts. There's the Noble District, the Shadow Shore, the Champions District, the Sunrise District, and the Merchants District. Each one is um, looked over by a head of one of the churches, but they all pay tribute to the Raven Queen who um, rules out of the Scarlet Spire, um, which is okay. the center of Greyhawk. Okay. Um, which one is the one with no church head right now? St. Cuthbert? Yes. The Nobles District okay. was formerly um, head, headed by the Church of St. Cuthbert. Oh, okay. so St. Cuthbert got beheaded. <laughs> A little bit of French Revolution. Um, <laughs> uh, Rob, with your knowledge local, you know that there was a bit of a schism with some of the nobles. And that uh, not all of them necessarily like the Raven Queen, who is seen as a bit of a tyrant. Uh, in the city, there are, as far as law enforcement goes, you know because you're from there that there are the Watch, who are called the Watchers. Uh, they're, they're like a trained police force mm -hmm. who spend about a year in the academy. Sometimes they don't make it through. Uh, about 30% of the initiates don't survive the training course. But by the end of it, they, they leave very well experienced, about the equivalent of fourth or fifth level fighters, and they proceed to go around and bully people and, you know, get bribe money and be corrupt cops and generally be thugs. Mm -hmm. and they don't remain ever neutral, never interfering, just watching? No. Pretty much as soon as, as soon as they go through the vetting process, they turn into lawful, lawful neutral, leaning towards evil, thug police officers who are more than willing to shake you down at the slightest bit of notice. However, the general feeling around town is that it's a city of crime, and the people there know it. It's not unheard of to have a slave, though it's uh, ever since the Raven Queen took over, it's been one of those things that's been frowned upon. The nobles have been, you know, working their way away from that, though it's not directly outlawed. Uh, High-level magic items and poisons are also available. Things like that are going to be, you know, easier to find because it's a not a good society. It's a society leaning more There's towards... a fence around every corner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, law and order is relatively maintained by not only the Watchers, but the Blessed Angels are a series of angel mortal hunters who patrol the skies and watch over the Scarlet Spire on behalf of the Raven Queen and have, in, have some sort of psychic connection to her, mm -hmm. which you are not... Particularly from yeah, so she summons some celestials to be guards in the city. Yeah, my Jesus. <laughs> um, At least you know they're good. <laughs> not exactly. Hey, man. They're on the good plane. They're ironies. Ir they're biatsus. Um, they're the lawful evil version. Oh, okay. But they do the job just as well. Um, Interesting. And uh, they are like the secret police of Greyhawk. They're the death squads, right? Um, and it's it's not, but, but it's not like they're that uncommon that you won't see them like every other day flying from one spot to the Scarlet Spire or back. Maybe sometimes carrying people. Maybe yeah. sometimes just picking them up and dropping them off Things. in the sky. Yeah, to fall. Um, what are they called? The Blessed Angels. They're Irenes, E-R-I-N-Y-E-S. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that properly. Oh, isn't that the the lawful evil version of the succubus? Yeah. Okay, so they're not angels. 
<laughs> well, they look like angels, except they're red-headed women with big, big dove wings, big bird wings. I mean, they look kind of like angels, except they're evil as shit. Um, <laughs> and they're mortal hunters, so they really like killing people who are mortals. Furies in Greek mythology, right, Rob? And you guys also know that there's an extensive sewer system based in Greyhawk. The city was leveled, or nearly leveled, during the automaton crisis, and it was rebuilt with magic. The, and the sewer system that was there was mostly in place before, and the city was built on top with infrastructure putting around it. I'm sorry. I just can't handle life right now. After you guys discover all that, and you get, so that's what you guys kind of know about, about the city of Greyhawk, um, and uh, just offhandedly. Leon gathers up all the information. You guys search Glenn's house real quick. He's got some gold and some other loot, just pretty much all looted from other people in town. Um, so I'm guessing you guys probably distribute that back to the people who it was stolen from. Yeah. You guys find Weston, Spider-Boy, who we talked to in the jail, actually nailed into a barrel in the jail. And you, he's, like, you know, crying to himself when you guys find him and let him go. And he's just bawling his eyes out, happy with you guys when you let him out. Glenn and some of his goons put him in there just, at, just after you guys left. He started getting rid of the spiders and clearing the spider webs away. And they ganged up on him and shoved him into the barrel. Nailed and shut. Yeah. Uh, Leon comes up to you guys. He's like, well, I guess our business is here is mostly done. Um, if you guys want to go back and see the Baron and let him know what's, you know, what's happened, take these journals with him and, you know, talk to him. You know, I'll be, I'm going to meet, I'll meet you guys, you know, either there or in the free city, you know, in a, you know, some, in a little while. I'm, I'd like to spend some time with Aria. She's been talking about taking the rest of the RNA away from this place. So I don't know when the next time I'm going to be able to see her is. You know, with the death of the queen... She takes the mantle of matriarch. You know, he's, he looks a little choked up. I'm going to miss my girlfriend so much. And you're going to be married to a queen. And he's like, yeah. Spider queen. <laughs> pretty, you know, pretty sweet. Have some little spider babies. Pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> but he, uh, he seems a little upset that he's like, he's like, he's like, no, I, I just like, I'm not really sure. She has not been very specific about where she's going or yeah. when she's coming back. So, um, I'm, you know, just kind of hoping for the best right now. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys uh, bid your farewells to the rest of the town. Pepe comes out. He's like, oh, God, I'm so glad you came and saved the day from Glenn. He's a crazy old bastard. You took my walkie-talkie away, which is why I didn't contact you and tell you that he was going to leave you a thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to the spider's home, and I'm going to take any bits of technologies and tech and weird steampunk stuff I can find there, and I'm going to... Load it up, and I'm gonna bring it back here. I'm gonna start fixing up my ship and do my best to get this shit a whole flying, you know, bing bang through the skies. It's like, you know, get back over Greyhawk, meet me guys there. It'll be so much fun. I'm gonna fly soaring through the skies like birds high. You know what I mean, guys? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a plan. Well, yeah, and he said some more confusing things. Um, <laughs> I mentioned something about watch out, if, you know, and watch out for the reptilianoids. They control the government. Government doesn't doesn't like he doesn't like the whole uh, he doesn't like the big city at all. It's very he doesn't like Greyhawk. Free people. Yeah, too many people. He too many times has he had been assaulted in the slums and you know while searching for evidence of this crazy crazy reptilianoid conspiracy theory of his, um, <laughs> which kind of put a, put a damper on his whole mood and yeah. why he probably fell in love with the Spider Village so much. He crashed here. Before you guys leave, he's like, here, guys, you know, if you find out who's been writing this, give him my sincerest 
Uh, give my sincerest condolences. I really, I really like their people. Whenever I get my hands on them, I always read the whole thing. And he hands you a copy of a uh, what looks like a newspaper titled the, the Sin Chaser Report. And you guys head head to the bar- back back home to the Baron's mm-hmm. Manor. While you're traveling, you guys read this uh, Sin Chaser Report, and it basically details crimes done by the Watchers. You know, uh, overextended power by the angels, you know, breaking into people's homes and kidnapping them in the night. Uh, The Watchers, you know, mugging people on the street for being out past curfew and being in the wrong district without without the right pass. Um, You know, Mm. somebody was basically beaten to death in the street for being in in the wrong district with having the wrong, you know, paperwork. So which district are we allowed to be in? You guys know that the only districts which are really kind of like, um, that people are going to harass you if you're in them, are going to be the Champions District and the Nobles District. So, St. Cuthbert and Cord? Yes. Okay. okay. Those are the two where people are going to be the, the worst to you. Well, and then I hang out with Paylor. That the Shadow District is... Shadow Shore is, um, Hexter. Hexter. Okay. So, so it's safer to be in Hexter's District than Cord's? Sometimes, yeah. The, the church itself doesn't necessarily, they over, you know, they take care of um, business in the district. They don't, they don't take care of, like, policing over the whole city. That's the Watcher's job. Yeah. And, you know, the way that the Watchers and the, um, the um, Blessed Angels have basically, like, split up the city is by making it so that you, you know, you, you need to have... Um, the right paperwork to exist. The right you need to have the right paperwork to get through a district, and like you can go through it um, without being necessarily harassed. But it's like if you get stopped, they're going to escort you out. You know what I mean? Escort you out with a club? Right. <laughs> they're they're not. Yeah, they're not against using force to get you to do whatever they want you. I assume this is you know Skyrim rules where if you kill a guard, you're kind of just gonna get fucking run out. Um, not necessarily. If you, um, if you do, it's going to make things a lot harder for you. With the Thieves Guild, here's 500 gold. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, (laughs) this is, this is an, this is an evil town. Like, I'm not going to, like, restrict you to being good guys here, necessarily. Oh, no. We're always on satellite. You know, (laughs) Eric, you know, because of Eric's character, I'd expect you guys to try to be mostly, like, play within the letter, play within the law. But, so you guys get back to, um... The Baron's estate. After a day or so of traveling, you guys are uh, welcomed at the door by Jaron, the Baron's manservant. Of course, you remember him. Oh, I'm Jaron, the Baron's manservant. Of course, you guys remember that character. Yep. From episode one, <laughs> Act one, yep. scene one. And you guys are led into the same drawing room that you guys were led into before. There's wines and cheeses and other banquety foods that you guys can eat. Um, after a few minutes, the Baron comes in. Like, ah, oh, did you did you find my nephew? Yes, he is quite all right now. Oh, that's that's great news. Um, he he didn't come back with you, I see. No, he wanted to hang out with his uh, girlfriend mm-hmm. while he still has a chance. Uh, okay. Well, did you uh, did you discover anything else there while you were? So you probably would just fill in back in. You probably fill in the Baron on what happened. You go. You guys went to Amarmill, talked to the sheriff. You found out about the were rat and how he was stealing supplies. And he was taking it to the other place. And you guys carved all the supplies back here. Well, that's quite a bit of a tale. It's a bit. It's quite a bit more than I was expecting. It sounds to me like we're going to have to 
or you're going to have to head into the city of Greyhawk. And it's uh, fine timing as well, because I've actually received some invitations to the Raven Queen's banquet. And he shows you this um, golden, frilly-looking paper with uh, golden ink on it. Calligrapher, right? Yeah, and it's got two <laughs> two big ravens, you know, raising a claw and onto the, the symbol of the Raven Queen at the top. And it says, um, To 20 years of joy, you are hereby cordially invited to attend and behold the wonderful beauty of our magnificent ruler on this 20th anniversary of the liberation of our fair city. Your carriage will arrive two hours before sundown at uh, the at an address, which is the Baron's estate. Uh, scheduled courses for events, the gathering on the terrace, the Harlequin Mortifesto, the slaughter of curious avians, some lively sport and fighting, um, the bowling of devious heads, the five-course feast, the song, dance, and braggery. So we're tell tall tales? Something like that. The Baron, the Baron's like, I personally have very little interest in attending this party. I am, however, very scared to not send at least a representative. So, instead of attending this party, I was planning on sending Liam, as well as yourselves. Free food. Alright, as long as we're not going to get roughed up. Eric, you know that the last time the Raven Queen threw a party like this, three of the guests ended up dead the next day. So we go and keep our mouths shut. Um, Don't talk about anything. <laughs> well, while you're in the city, the party isn't for more than a week, so um, I would have you go there in short order and do your best to investigate what you can with this uh, were-rat conspiracy. I'm not sure what's going on with all of these grains or where they were going, but maybe in your downtime you can, you all can try to find uh, where this man in house was, or maybe even discover what's going on with this book. Secret history of Greyhawk. I've heard of this person, Balacard. I'm pretty sure that he is a gnome who used to work for one of the other nobles. I'm not sure. But I do know who would know. One of the more well-connected nobles in Greyhawk is the Raven Queen's advisor, Richard Whitehorse. I believe that he would be the man to talk to to find this Balacard. If we're going to discover what's going on with these were-rats, why they're taking up my grain and supplies, and what they plan to do with it. He's probably the, we probably need to find this battle card. And to find battle card, we need to talk to Richard. I'm not sure how to go about that, so I would, I'm would i going to leave it to you once you get to the city. Oh, and I want to mention to the Baron, we found some, uh, somewhere around priceless art, uh, while helping out the, uh, people of Fairhaven. Okay. Yeah, you, you tell him about those statues in the spider cave. He is pretty interested. He's like, all right, very, ooh, very good. Um, he's going to hire some people to either go there and extract them. I mean, we can go if you want to make sure they come back to you. Um, he, I'm not going to make you guys do that. Time, time passes. <laughs> yeah, in-game, out. Of, I don't think that it's good for the story for you guys to do that. He's going to have you guys go to the city and keep investigating this um, this missing grain thing going on. And with that, so you guys, you know, you inform the Baron. He gives you um, the gold that he promised you for helping Leon, okay. the 500 gold pieces a piece, and you guys can each pick another one of those magic items that he had earlier um, from his bag of neato magic items. Mm. 
Hey guys, it's me, Gabe, your DM. I just wanted to let you know that this is the last part of Act 1. I'm going to try to get more episodes out as soon as I can. Thank you to the Steadwells and everybody else who helped us so much with the show. Much appreciated. If you guys could just, you know, like and share, do that whole thing. Or not. And, you know, just uh, enjoy the show. Again, would you have tried harder if you knew this was the plan? Or do you lie?